Hello, and welcome to Bone Zone, episode number two, a podcast where two people who claim to enjoy bones pretty much just sit here for an hour and a half and make fun of it. It's fine. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Jack Smith, my co-host, the lovely and talented Zen Lu. Hi, Zen. Hi, Jax. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Just coming off another stellar episode of Bones. I mean, I'm flying high. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. I'm so excited because this episode, it just gets right into it. We're just jumping straight into terrorism. Yes. That was my immediate reaction as well. It's a bold move for ep number two. Ten seconds in, Arab man with Mm -hmm. some weird shit on his face gets blowed up. Yep. And you're like, oh. This Bones is, this is where plain. we are. Yeah. <laughs> Last episode, congressman possibly murdered in a woman he had an affair with. This episode, terrorism. Terrorism. <laughs> terrorism in DC. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. So that's pretty much a summary of the episode of we it starts off with this guy, uh uh Afghani guy, right? Yes. Yes. Um he is driving his car and he something he's got some like cystic type thing going on in his face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he drives to i believe it's the diner that they all typically go to and then all of a sudden he parks his car and then it blows up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they're all immediately on the scene yes that is the, and then they're just trying to figure out who did this because as random homeland security man said mm-hmm. booth said Bones is the best one in town for identifying this body. Totes. So she had to be called in. Totes, totes, totes. For this very high level. Why they had to bring Angela, issue. the artist, Not I sure. don't know. Oh my God. Do you know what made me super angry when that <laughs> scene started? Sorry. Here we go. We're starting off. <laughs> oh my God. Also. Get ready for this. <laughs> These women show up to the scene of a massive explosion in billowy peasant skirts. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck are these women wearing? Do you not have crime scene appropriate clothing in your office? Because now that you've insisted with Booth that the partnership that they have developed together hinges on her being able to be in the field with him, shouldn't she dress appropriately for crime scenes? I think it was. It you happened. can't even wear that in a lab, by the way. I just want to let you know that's against the dress code of a lab. Oh. You're supposed to wear pants and covered shoes and all that other stuff. Well, someone, me- apparently, Angela didn't get the memo. <laughs> But maybe, what was uh, Bones wearing, though? Was she wearing... They were both wearing, like, billowy peasant s- skirts. Oh. And then, like, huge chunky jewelry, which I don't know why I, I noticed. Mean, I think I just noticed chunky jewelry. It's hard not to notice when it's the size of her head. Yeah. I was just like, ooh, that's a statement piece. <laughs> um, and then, like, they're, like, fast talking and walking. And then, like... Bones is like trying to get down to business and she like ties her hair back in a hair tie. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you at least did that. Zen. So it's out of your face. Zen. Here's the thing. But your dress is in all of the remains. <laughs> I do appreciate so many shows never have women put their hair up yeah. ever. I don't know if it's like to maintain a semblance of femininity <gasps> or something. Yes. But it's I like find the long it blown out hair extension yes. thing where she's like an FBI agent. No matter what they're doing, they're like, um, oh, what? Do you remember the show Revolution? No. Revolution. It sounds like you don't either. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, so it was this show set in like a post apocalyptic thing where like electricity doesn't work anymore. 
I don't know. Makes and sense. like the main character was this like 20 something girl and her hair was never up. Like oh, if God. you're going through the woods, if yeah. you're running through a field, you know what you do? You put your fucking hair up. I mean, all those shows it's though, re- it's always just like, never, why are you not dirtier? You never see your hair up. Yeah. So I very much did appreciate that she does put her hair up. Okay. You know what? You're right. I a small was wins. too angry too fast. <laughs> I was just thinking about like, you know, you see these like, British crime shows where they have the actors literally put on the full blown bodysuit right. thing with like, right, right, like right. the shoe like covers yep. and everything because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's a crime scene. Mm-hmm. You don't want to drag your skirt around in a bunch of stuff. Especially it's odd too because at in the last episode they went to a crime scene and they did have the full outfits on. But I, that I feel was because like they were trudging. Was that because they were trudging the in gunk or something? Yeah. I can't remember that one as well. But anymore. I do. I don't know if it's to convey that listen this thing just happened oh. it's obviously top priority we don't have time to change out of our beautiful skirts we need to get yes. to this crime scene now however we did have time to make a list and put it on a clipboard as to who can and cannot be on this crime scene that and bones has made the list is a possibility that's a lot of credit given I try to give the benefit of the doubt. Okay, you know what? You're right. You're right. You know what? We're on episode two. <laughs> if I don't start giving people the benefit of the doubt now, like five seasons in, I'm just going to be a shell of a person. It's I'm just, just going to not be even be. You screaming into a yes. microphone for 10 minutes yeah. straight. I'm just going to be an empty void and you're just going to hear <laughs> just incomprehensible screaming. So you're right. Okay, you're right. It is indicative of how quickly they rush to these yes. emergency crime scenes. Yes. That's fine. For future, mm-hmm. I would hope that she keeps some crime scene appropriate clothing in her office and in her vehicle. I feel like she often is in crime scene Smart attire-ish. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, yeah. I'll, you're right. I'll try to be generous here. Also, maybe Angela, because she doesn't go up to their uh, concert stage podium-y thing that they actually do the science on, she doesn't have to wear the same stuff. Theoretically, she's in that general area, so she should. Just just making excuses for the show, really, over here. Just trying to help them out. I don't know. You know what? If I can't accept this in this show, if I can't suspend my disbelief here, then the rest of it falls apart. Then how can I accept her simulation hologram machine? You know, how can I accept all her special programs? You have to baseline accept that stuff so you can go to the holograms. You're right. I'm sorry I made such a big deal out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Also, I do appreciate that Angela has the correct... Um, response to seeing horrifying charred bodies oh, yeah. of like uh no i cannot do this i Bye. gotta go because like yeah angela that is the right way to approach it because at one point uh bones peels out a just a severed tibia and she's like to booth are you okay and he's like yeah i'm cool <laughs> that, well, you know what you don't say yeah i'm cool later bones makes a comment just like after i think they are back at the lab and angela's like i'm so sorry i know you needed me out there right. and i couldn't help me she's just like that's fine i just don't even see it anymore <laughs> she, yeah she's like i don't know what's worse and i'm like i, I think yours is worse <laughs> remember when she felt too much in the last episode and yet yes. at this point she feels nothing look 
Bones is a complex woman. Okay? She is. She's an onion. Sometimes she feels nothing. Sometimes she feels everything. You never know. Too much. <laughs> but I just found it odd, though, for this episode, which was, again, as is established, they're brought in off the street in yes. their street clothes. Yes. Homeland Security, FBI, everybody's there. Mm-hmm. They're very upset about this terrorist attack in mm-hmm. D.C. And she's, like, whining the entire episode anytime Homeland asks for her to, like, keep them apprised of what's going on. And I'm like... Uh, aren't they like the department that should be caring about this and they do have the right to have oversight on this and it's not actually the Jeffersonians jurisdiction? (laughs) Zen, it is an openly hostile environment that I would never work in. If anyone gave me the shit that she gives to everybody, and especially when I forgot the agent's name who is there like helping. I don't know. He's very polite. He's really nice and understanding. Like, I'll try to stay out of your way. Like, He's just trying to do his job. He didn't man. write it where like he's like rude and condescending, and then there's right, like a turf right. war. He was just like, "Hey, I'm just here to help, to do my Let job. Let me know what's up because I'm Homeland yeah. Security, and this is like a Homeland Security right, issue." Right, right. And she's like, "What are they doing in my lab?" It's it was unnecessary, and it's consistent throughout <laughs> the episode. And at one point, while she's fighting with Booth about it, I wrote down. She wrote, "I don't understand the advantage of compromise," because he was like, "You should relax and oh boy. work with somebody." She's. I mean, I will say, no more dark circles under those eyes. She's yes. That makeup and her hair is on point. You know what? That has nothing to do with what you just said, but I'm just trying to find a positive. <laughs> I I appreciate it because I think I bring these conversations to a down place, and I think you are trying to remind everyone, mostly me, that this is just a television show and it's not real. And there wasn't an actual terrorist attack in D.C. <laughs> and a woman named Pepperance Brennan didn't actually run the investigation of it. But anyway, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> I will say I thought it was hilarious that Angela was trying to convince her to go to a club. Oh, my God. OK, can we just talk about how like 30 seconds in they're already starting the will they won't they with Booth and Bones. Mm-hmm. And I felt so vindicated because I felt like. It wasn't me. I didn't read into it more no. than there was. Oh, no. They are hardcore. Like, Angela is, like, stalking the girlfriend figure in the episode. Like, so weird. Wildly inappropriate. So crazy. Did you see... Did you see Angela's belt? No. And I regret it did already. Did you notice the... What I can only assume are Guinness World Record people in the background there to measure <laughs> the biggest belt on the planet? Because that's what Angela was wearing. Wait, didn't someone in the last episode have a big belt too? She loves a chunky belt. Chunky it jewelry. is chunky belts. Enormous. Billowy skirts. It is like WWE <laughs> style belts. <laughs> it's so big. And I was like, I didn't God see it. damn. No, I have to go back and look. It's amazing. It's oh. the type of thing that they would have sold in Target at like. Oh my God. Two. 2004 honestly that's probably what made me the most upset because like i I was like i wore that skirt i had it (laughs) i mean i had that belt and skirt probably i had one i had one long skirt at one point in eighth grade it it happens to the best of us you can't help it well you know i guess it was on trend you were very fashionable at the time i'm sure But yeah, they switch from talking about a super tragic death and terrorist attack mm-hmm. to Angela being like, so yeah, this club. <laughs> where And she talks about like EDM music and stuff like, oh, 
and bones understandably it's like i don't know what you're talking about like, i don't want to do that i want to hang with my bones on the weekend which quite frankly if i had to choose between the two i'd pick yes, the bones I'd also. also pick the bones because ooh. and then angela says if i were you i'd buy a ticket on that ride i mean is that something i would say yes <laughs> I, can't, I can't fault angela for that one you are angela <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there were a lot of great lines like that in this a lot yes many (laughs) oh boy um and then the first appearance i think of the beatles yes flesh eating beatles which is such a a favorite they love those beatles they go to them this show like every five episodes it's like the csi like enhances photo thing but it's like the beatles the flesh eating beatles to be fair they do use those in museums and stuff i believe you I I just love because it's one of the things that I remember from the show. When I think back on the show from my original viewing, I remember not a lot besides my anger and rage and frustration about the <laughs> central relationship. Um, that and the Beatles. I remember the Beatles. It was like the thing that I learned from this show was that you can use Beatles to remove flesh of remains. I, I know this because, of course, when I went to London, um, <laughs> the main thing I was going for was to go to the museum of natural history there amazing and i did a did i pay extra to do a behind the scenes yes, tour duh. yes i did did they talk about the flesh eating beetles <sighs> that they use to clean off the bones of various oh things God. yes they do incredible yeah so like it's legit i will say and i want to note that those jars are way too full of the beetles yeah, they were half really of them would be dead because they're just packed onto each other is that how beetles are typically stored and I transported? Don't think, I feel like not in jars like that. It I feel like they would be kept weird. in like a like a fish like a tank, terrarium, and then like yeah, yeah, scooped out and like popped in. Yeah, that didn't seem right. Now that you mention it, yeah, there were too like many in a jar. Giant canisters of rice, except the rice were beetles. Or right, something. it was almost to the top. Yeah, you're right. Ew, I felt bad disgusting. for the beetles. Sorry, <laughs> it's too many. It is, and you're right. They would have like suffocated to death. In yeah, there or something. Absolutely. Because those were big jars. It wasn't like a jam jar. It was and like what a big about jar. the beetle on the bottom of the jar with the weight Dead. of all those other beetles on top Dead. of him? They're probably eating them. Yeah. Look. There will be one beetle standing at the end of this. All right. So they get half a point. <laughs> Accuracy for having the beetles, but the storage and transportation of them. Yeah. Incorrect. Made no sense. I know this from one museum tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know that. And that's more than they probably were working with when they wrote this episode in this scene. Yes. So, um, they find some stuff out and then, and they are able to be like, yes, this is definitely the guy who was killed. I had a problem with that as well. And so they, <laughs> Bones insists on bringing this information to Booth as opposed to just giving it to the guy who's ostensibly his partner in this whole mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and is rude to that guy when she's like, Booth is my partner. Like she's great. Again, guys, just trying to be nice, just trying to be helpful. He should Safety also definitely be in the loop. Yes. For this terrorist attack yes. in DC. Ugh. So she physically drives to Booth's place, which oh my god, yeah. I would have a problem with, except that it gives us an excuse to see him shirtless. So I'm yep. like pretty okay with that. <laughs> one of my favorite things about this was I was like, this is one of those things that happens in the movies all the time that I don't think happened in real life, mm-hmm. where it's like you see the man open the door and he didn't expect her, so like he's all disheveled, and you're like, oh look at that chest. Ah. Mm-hmm. Also, the top buttons of his shirt were also broken there, or he just didn't have the time to button them. You know, whatever. I think he was just trying to get something over those nips. He just really needed to get to the door. He just wanted to cover up the main parts, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, were the yeah. nips. And then the woman who he's with 
emerges from the background wearing only underwear with a shirt loosely covering her bra super visible. And I'm thinking One to myself, of her boobs is just straight up who? in a bra, but like out there. Yes. And also, how many white shirts are you wearing, man? Well, like, I guess Because she's like, also wearing one of his white shirts. Right. And I think the hint is like, and then she wore one of his shirts after but they like, had sex. I've never worn a dress shirt afterwards. Yes. As a rule, that's... So that in most itself, would be a t-shirt. That always happens in movies and TV. And I'm like, if I'm going to put on whoever I'm seeing's clothes, or yeah. whoever, sorry, whoever I'm banging's clothes. Thank you for clarifying. I, you know, we might you not be in a relationship. You don't, date, you I don't just bang. Why do we need to put labels on everything? <laughs> Maybe we're just fucking. Anyway, I, if I'm going to put on some clothes to lounge in, it's going to be a t-shirt. It's yeah. going to be a sweatshirt. Totally. It's not going to be your a fucking dress shirt. Dress shirt. But secondly, what if I get a stain on it? We're going to have to bring this to the cleaner. I don't right. want that bill on my wrinkle it. Hand. He can't wear yeah. it now. No. But also, like, when um, somebody comes to the door and you're at somebody else's place and they are obviously talking about something, do you interrupt that conversation half naked with your underwear out? Always. <laughs> Is No. That's something fucking that insane because you know what I do? I hide in their bedroom. Right. And try not to make a peep. Or if you, like, need to come out for some reason, you get quickly dressed I back in the bedroom you where you were waiting. scuttle like a motherfucker. Right. And then you look normal and presentable and you uh-huh. say, oh, hi, so sorry to interrupt. Uh... I'm going to go now uh-huh. or like, oh, can I help? You don't show up in your fucking underwear with your tit hanging out mm-hmm. to be like, hey, guys, with what's your seduction eyes. Very odd. Anyway, fun time. Yep. But rewinding for a moment about the fact that they identified this man. Yes. Did anyone else notice that they identified and confirmed the identity of this man based on the fact that the skeleton was the right height? And like some statistical probability of some of the features of, I think, maybe the face or something suggested Eurasian descent and that there was evidence of malnourishment in the bones. Yeah, I mean, they had his skull and it was eventually um, put back together by the great Zach Addy. So I don't know why they couldn't just get dental records. Why not? I don't know. Do a DNA test. (laughs) You're telling me she was literally wrote, we have what we need for a forensic identification. Those are three of the broadest things I've ever heard. His height, statistical probability of Eurasian defend, d- d- uh, descent, and the fact that he had a, m- experienced malnourishment. That describes like any Afghani man that was born people. in that region during that time period. Yeah. And they had already confirmed it was an Afghani man in the car, dry, yeah. like witnesses had seen. So you just confirmed he was, in fact, an Arab man. Yeah. And then she, like, runs off. <laughs> and I was like, where's the DNA? <laughs> In this super high-level tech lab. That's true. There yeah. is an easy and nearly foolproof way to identify these remains. you have his whole skull, almost. You, you have a lot of flesh. You, you had to eat it off with the beetle. There was flesh. The bones will have DNA. And you yeah, are they in relation. They're in constant contact with the family. You can get a DNA match against it to something from his home easily. His hairbrush or some shit. Yeah, yeah. easy. Toothbrush, whatever. Anything. But... We are going based off of these three super broad facts to confirm that he is without a shadow of a doubt. Her name is Bones, not Skins, okay? (laughs) Not, not, not DNA? No. Okay. I was like, wow, that seemed like a gaping plot hole, but okay. Shh. We're just going with it, (laughs) Zen. This literally could have been any Afghani man. (laughs) Any Afghani man. That could have been. But okay, anyway. Fair. But Uh, yes. So we, we introduce sexy, what's her name? Tessa? Tessa, yeah. And then they don't stop fucking talking about her for the entire well, episode. And then here's the thing. <laughs> and this is the thing that 
all TV and movies do, and it makes me crazy. It's something will happen, and then in this case, it's them meeting up at the apartment, and then there will be. They're obviously not going to show like a car ride or just going back to the Jeffersonian or whatever. But then they pick up with them coming out of the elevator. And her, like, laughing about and, like, smiling about Tessa's existence. Mm -hmm. You would have had that conversation in the car. You wouldn't have sat in silence for a 30-minute car ride or whatever the fuck and then be talking about it. It Then it comes up in the elevator. That's so true. You would have had this conversation so many times. Oh, my God. I've never noticed that. Shows and movies force that. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm of course I'm still watching elementary because I love it and, um, the number of times they'll have like Joan and Sherlock will have a little skirmish a little fight and then something like a new clue will present itself so they go from like their brownstone to the um to the police station which requires a cab ride a subway ride whatever and then like They'll interrogate someone, and then once the interrogation's done and people are out of the room, then they'll bring up the fight again. But it's like, no, you would have just kept talking about this on the way to the police station. Mm. Guys. Very true. This is where I need to suspend my Maybe disbelief. this is the part where Unless I they're just say, talking about clues the whole time. Maybe I can speculate that in, in her stunned silence in the car, they didn't end up talking about she was reeling from seeing the half-naked sexy Tessa in his apartment so the entire ride back to the fbi or wherever they or went. they were just talking about the evidence or she just quietly she was just mulling it spiraled <laughs> she was like i wanted to buy a ticket on this ride and it's too late someone <laughs> already bought right. a ticket someone else bought the ticket and i there's no more tickets left oh it's been sold out it's too bad <laughs> But yeah, no, Angela then does the totally normal best friend thing where mm-hmm. she goes stalks this person. Yeah. And she later says, what are friends for? And no. I'm like, not that. You know what I would never ask you to do? Stalk someone for me, Zen. You know, I got to be honest, Jax, if I ever later found out that you had stalked someone for me, even like I hadn't asked you and you just done it out of your own sense of friendship, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'd still be friends. Uh, I would understand because clearly <laughs> I'd turn into a psychopath. I feel like there's like a line that was crossed. I mean, it's usually if you find something like that out, you go, ooh. And then if you happen to notice them talking yeah. as you're walking through a cafeteria, great. Yeah. Then I'd right. be like, oh my God, I saw blah, blah, blah. She's pretty or whatever. Right. Not let me pretend to like spill something on you. And then we'll yeah, just print out a sheet of her personal background information to identify which is her definitely in a illegal. fucking cafe. You're yeah. Definitely not supposed to be Wherever the doing fuck she that. got that. Yeah. No. Yep. So it looked very um governmental yes like it looked like the implication was that she'd use whatever system they have access to at the jeffersonian sure for crime fighting with a brilliant algorithm you know program etc probably was able to take three completely disparate pieces of information <laughs> and build a software program to deduce tessa's background it probably and took face. her between 20 minutes and a year <laughs> <laughs> and she was able to get this information i mean and also what really was baffling to me she was just like oh i know tessa's not secure in that relationship because i looked at her and she had a phenomenal body but she was eating a, a low-fat fat muffin. muffin and i was like yeah how do you or think she has that body? that's the thing oh she, she cares about her health she shouldn't actually be eating the muffin probably like if we're <laughs> gonna be honest she wants to but also it's fine maybe it's just for her and not in relation to a man right you know that's what this whole episode made me think it's like so much weird misguided feminism like yeah. not like very it weird is. not 
feminist things happening like where these women mm-hmm. are like stalking each other and like mm-hmm. making weird and comments about each other against each other right and like being like you can still grab him he's still there for the taking and i mm-hmm. think she says that at some point to uh bones after she like confirms that tessa's insecure right and then later like when they're in the stupid hologram simulation room and they're like doing the simulation on when they think the main victim the dead guy would have been exposed to the poison like booth like says before they started the program she's like oh man i'll never get used to this just i think saying like this is a crazy piece of technology that you have yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. truly unbelievable right and it's crazy every time i see you power it up 100 and then angela's like yeah you mean chicks with toys and i'm like no this wasn't a feminist moment <laughs> <laughs> the other stuff that happened was when you should have been a feminist put your chunky goddamn belts away <laughs> just play with your ipad and do what you need to do yeah, be a friend to women everywhere else, and don't make nothing out of something something out of nothing here. It's true, but anyway, they couldn't figure out the tone of that stuff. I guess. Yeah, I think it's true. I think you like said it perfectly. Like it's misguided feminism. They wanted to be like, this is a show with kick-ass ladies, and it in an attempt to show like uh, women supporting women, it then yeah. pitted women against other women. Yep, just not correct. Also, like, if he's your friend and he's happy in a relationship, just yeah. leave him alone. Right. Soup's weird. Very, All weird. Yeah, no. And also weird to Bones, if she's like, I don't want this, to keep harping on it. For and real. bringing it up at work and talking about, like, oh, I know you have so much pent-up sexual history and energy. We know it's been a while. And I'm like, And then ew. Zach comments on it, too. Yeah. Like, ew, no. Like, gathering all of her colleagues, some of whom are also male, which to me is, like, a real thing that i'm would be sensitive about at work i would not want like my male colleagues thinking about my sexual life but like you know gathering everyone together to talk about it while (laughs) she's not around and then like badger her about it very weird angela very weird i did enjoy though when they're all talking about it and then booth kind of pops up and they're all just like yeah nothing (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about this evidence and zach is in a chair and just kind of pops his head back and it's like ooh. (laughs) (laughs) yes still still funny (laughs) good moments (laughs) Um, so they go back to talk to the wife and like they talk about her or whatever and her husband. And then, and even though that's the more important part at the end of it, I don't know if maybe I missed something cause I looked away for a second, but their interview is over. The wife leaves and then Brennan and Booth are talking and Booth out of nowhere has a ball and starts throwing it against the wall. Yeah. I was like, did he just have that in his pocket the yep. whole time? He's a cool it's guy. It's like a, like a, like a squash ball or something because it's like a bouncy thing. It was so random. It I was. was. Just like, have you been, have you had that this whole time? <laughs> Were you just waiting for a moment? Wait, does that come back later in the show? No. Does he do that ever it's just, again? I mean, I think he often is like, playing with various with bits and bobs but in that episode it's the only time he has it i can just imagine david boreanaz being like okay look my character is a super i'm an athlete yes like i i'm an fbi agent but like i've seen some shit like that also comes up in this episode randomly the morality of killing people just gets she bandied gets... about at random moments and it's like she's really shitty and insensitive yeah. about it like yes. about him at the end they mentioned him uh she is like you must be used to it or something yeah. he's like no like you never get used to i mean she's it's very cheesy weird. but you never get used to taking a life like of course not this man just killed another man give him a fucking break what is your 
deal, bro. She just she just doesn't get it, this man. This episode, a lot of people don't look good. Angela doesn't look good. Yeah, Bones no. doesn't look good. Hodgins was also irritating me with his conspiracy theory shit. Yeah. I was just like, everybody is so unlikable. And then you have Booth trying so hard to be likable. Very sweet. Throwing balls against stuff. That's treating, fine. Treating an interrogation room as like a racquetball court. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. That was the other thing that happened that made me think about this. So... Because they were talking to the wife, and when mm-hmm. Booth starts throwing the ball against the wall, yep. right, he's saying, like, oh, I think the wife is actually having an affair. Right. Did you notice she's, like, lost weight? Her hair's done up, like, blah, blah, Which blah. Which was really weird. But I was like, oh, right. I can accept that in the realm of detectiving, FBI-ing. I can't, because it's just, like, maybe she just, it's a New Looks Year's better. resolution. Yeah. She just wants to lose weight and cut Look, her hair this, or whatever. This is all strung together by, mm. like, small. A very thin like, thread. Threads that are barely hanging out so yeah. okay fine if that's how we need to get to the next sure. plot element which is we discover the wife of the victim or rather the proposed or suspected t- terrorist yeah. has actually been having an affair fine who's extremely handsome by the way wait are you being the serious guy, the guy kidding? the guy that she's having the affair with oh yes very 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 handsome. Like a, what's that guy's name adrian grenier the guy from from entourage yeah he looks like an arab adrian grenier i'm into bit. it <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen him on other uh, stuff. He's a oh, really? handsome dude. Yeah. Oh, I haven't really been following his career, but I'll take I a I just look. watched too many things. So I just <laughs> eventually see the same actors. I'll check him out on IMDb and see what else he's been in. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when they, so when this type of conversation comes up and then Bones is like screaming out of her mind, that's not empirical evidence. And then Booth is screaming out of his mind. <laughs> You know, I just know I have a gut feeling, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they get to the restaurant where they meet up with Angela and he explains to Angela mm-hmm. and he's like, what do you think? And she was like, mm, were her boobs perkier? Then yeah, she's having an affair. And I was like, Angela, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like fut- Angela five years from then would hate old Angela. Yes, that's so true. Yeah. Early Angela. Look, I guess she's young. She doesn't know what she's saying. I don't know. Which brings me to my next thing, which is I was looking up. They were talking to Carr at some point. They're always talking to Carr. And they both Booth and Bones are so confident in their opinions. And I was like, I feel like I'll be 55 before I'm this confident in my own opinions. Unless I'm apparently on a podcast. And, (laughs) uh, And so I was looking up their ages, like in real life. And I feel like David Boreanaz looks like he's he's actually 35 at the time, and that's what his character seems like. Yeah. At this time, um, Emily Deschanel, how old do you think she was in this episode? Oh, my God. Wait. My mind is going wild right now. Uh, Based on, like, her appearance, her, okay. the way her character carries herself, Based her on opinions. Her appearance, the actress herself, uh-huh. not even thinking about, like, how they're writing her to be, uh-huh. I would guess at least late 20s, early 30s. And what about if you think of her in terms of just, like, her character? Or you think the same? I guess I would say the same just because apparently she's an egotistical person. (laughs) That's, I feel like, so much of the groundwork that was laid last time. She's a genius. She's a genius. She's a literal genius. In my head, I think I, when people are more confident, I assume they're older, even if their opinion, even if their appearance doesn't seem that way. Mm -hmm. And so I expected her based on her character to also be in her 30s she's only 29 and i was like wow i was never that um confident in my opinions at 29 nor am i now i don't think i'll ever be granted they're both very confident characters her in particular 
and I don't have the intelligence to back up that kind of confidence. But I was just like, yeah. damn, you guys are, you guys are really confident. I mean, it is what makes her so unlikable, though, right? <laughs> she shouldn't be that confident, even if she is a genius. I mean, I think if I looked like that and I was that smart, I probably would be a dick too. Do you think she's pretty? Yes. Okay, sorry, that was I'm, a dumb question. I'm, I think she's pretty. <laughs> but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, well, I guess they were probably like, we need to cast a woman who's attractive to look at, but it would be believable as a nerd because we as, all know what yeah. those uggos look like. I can't imagine, and this is not a slight to her, but I can't imagine like Scarlett Johansson playing that same role because yes. she is a very like modern pretty, whereas I feel like Emily Deschanel is a very like classic. Yes, that's kind of, point. you know, like. If someone told me she was British, I'd be like, of course she is. She looks Ooh. like a regal British person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her stature and everything. Um, okay. So I feel like she can play an intelligent character more convincingly. Not based yeah. on acting or anything. She's a fine enough actress, but just based on her Just looks. because what people expect to see when they think of like right. a super smart genius person. Right. They don't expect to see a Scarlett Johansson. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Anywho... What happens next? Well, so they're trying to figure out why this guy who was part of this Arab Friendship League would want to be a terrorist right. and also what this mystery illness he had was yes. because around this time they start realizing his bones are made of tissue paper. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Zach's over there trying to do his first skull reconstruction. Cha-ching! And his... it's going poorly. Because <laughs> <laughs> the bones are made of sponges. And I like that um, when Bones looks at her, like his files or whatever, she says, Zach, I owe you an apology. But she never actually says That's sorry. That's so true. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Which I guess in a certain way can be seen as an apology in and no, of itself. But it's different. It's thing. not I would, the same. If it were me, I'd be like, I owe you an apology. I'm sorry you were right. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. There was no follow-up. It was just I owe you an apology. That's like when people say that's so funny and then they don't laugh. Oh, I feel like I do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> you don't do that. You laugh. You're you actually laugh. Or maybe sometimes you do say that's so funny and you don't laugh. Maybe that happens on occasion. But uh, it's not your only to, way of expressing humor. Probably not humor. to you because you are funny. <laughs> <laughs> probably to just Ooh, like boring white boys. Uh oh. <laughs> Who might those be? But I think. No, there are, I think there do exist in the world some people who just, just say that stuff. Or maybe that's something that friends convince me to believe, right? Isn't there a whole plot line in Friends where there's somebody who says that's so funny and doesn't actually laugh? Uh, I don't know, because I don't find the show Friends funny at all. <laughs> and I just think it's the most overrated thing on the planet. Or maybe it's... Or was it Seinfeld? Did Jerry date a I woman? I can see that being a Seinfeld That was thing. like one of the reasons he broke up with them. One of yet another one of these stunningly good-looking women who should never be dating him. Yeah, I can't remember anymore. I will point, say but that is funny, <laughs> but I won't be laughing right now. <laughs> Can well, I just say, like, I, uh, friends, like, what's the deal? Why do people find that show funny? <laughs> okay, I saw a post on like Instagram <sighs> or something that made me that did make me laugh because it was like, if I, um, I don't know if I had a superpower or something. I would go back and take out the laugh track from all the friends so I could then show it to people and show how not funny it is. Ooh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, person, I agree with you 100%. Not to say that there weren't funny bits, yes. but the popularity of it and the fact that people are still like, it's hilarious. Like, no, nah, yeah. it's... Well, it's like the Big Bang Theory, right? 
Oh, like God, that show that fucking garbage. I actually did. I do laugh at things that I see in the TV show Friends. I've granted only seen like one episode of The Big Bang Theory and it made me want to die. Mm. But I don't think I laughed at anything there. Like I genuinely was like, where are the jokes? <laughs> oh, Kaylee Cuomo or whatever Where's, didn't have her. You rolling on the floor where laughing. Where are the jokes in this situational comedy? <laughs> like I don't see it. Sorry, just really think. I get it. I mean, it's. Oh, I think to your point, I think it is a little maybe overrated and overstated how incredibly funny it is. I think it is a decent sitcom that had six hot people in it. Okay, and yeah, were they really though? I, they, I feel like they were hot for the time. I don't think. See, here's that's the problem. I don't think any of those people are good looking, but that's what other people tell me. So I know that other people thought that they were Courtney Cox. She's pretty. She's pretty, but I don't think she's like. Oh my gosh, she's so hot. I need to watch her. I also really don't think Jennifer Aniston is good. I really am not into her look. <laughs> no offense, man. I think she's okay. But I remember people were like getting her hair cut and shit. Right, people right, were right. obsessed with her. Yeah. So yes, yeah, somebody thinks she's hot. She married Brad Pitt for God's sakes. But I just don't see it. I mean, maybe just all that Aveeno moisturizer is really like. <laughs> and all that living proof hair product. Yeah, yeah. She's just slowly mummifying herself. I think I saw a post. Well, this was probably super mean, but like it was something and I only like read the hair headline. So like I didn't read the article. I'm going to admit that right now, but it was basically kind of mocking a recent interview she did where people were like, how are you still looking so fit? Hmm. And it's like, okay, who cares? And then she was talking about how she does intermittent fasting. So it's 16 hours, not eating eight hours eating, which is like common. Mm-hmm. And then also it's her job to look good. Right. And she has all the money and all the resources right. to do so. And then when she does eat for eight hours, it's gonna be super bomb ass meals. So like that right. works. Um she doesn't have to prepare the meals herself. She doesn't have to worry about groceries, blah right. blah. But it was just funny because people were kind of being like I guess mocking her for how restrictive it sounded because then she made some comment like when she she does have cheat days, don't worry. And she cheat she treats herself to celery juice. What? And I just was like I just felt so sad. Which, like, what it, is well, this the thing existence? is, like, I, if it is true, that's the saddest. If it isn't true, fuck you forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is this like you a know, line like, that your publicist told you to say? Off. But I, it makes me think, like, sometimes I always am like, so many of my problems I feel like would, sol- would be solved if I was just independently wealthy. Oh, absolutely. But. You could have a nutritionist. You can have someone cook for you. I could buy a Peloton bike. Yeah, you'd have a personal trainer. Like, you have everything at your disposal. And then I'm like, but then if it was like that kind of celebrity and fame where it's like, yes, you have all the things, but you also have to treat yourself to celery juice because otherwise (laughs) you gain weight and you won't be attractive anymore. And I'm like, oof, that seems so depressing. Uh, But does everything else make up for it? Does Kim Kardashian wearing those stupid waist training corsets oh, every God, day yeah. and like eating three bite-sized meals a day and putting blood on her face and all these other <clears> stupid <throat> fucking shit she does to like stay young and thin when she she's is also young. a baj- bajillionaire is that like is it worth it at least jennifer aniston started out as an actual actress whereas kim kardashian is just wealthy and famous yeah like I that's true if kim kardashian loses her look she really has nothing else yeah, whereas no, jennifer aniston in theory if she like handles her career properly she, she could, could continue, continue working acting, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i, I had a um screenwriting teacher for the one screenwriting class i took uh in college Ooh. uh she hated jennifer aniston oh okay and she was like 
when and when she told me this it did kind of make sense whether or not it's true like she was like jennifer anderson will always she'll like call the paparazzi up and say this is where i'm gonna be and then the paparazzi will come she'll be like oh my god why are you all here why is everyone following me mm-hmm. which if don't you think a lot about, of famous people do that yeah and i feel like and for years before that i had said here and there to no one but myself <laughs> like in the is, shower how is she always once she was off friends like and yes it was big news that she and brad pitt were getting divorced but like she was still she, consistently in tabloids and stuff even though she wasn't really working she wasn't yeah. doing anything and the only way to do that is to have your publicist working constantly to keep your name in the news well she was always being brought up but it, it was in such a bad way that it was always like look at this poor jilted woman well i mean that's a way to gain sympathy oh that's so gross that's the taylor swift style yeah that is definitely also remember well, when, that's why i find her so irritating oh she's <laughs> awful she's a machine she's a brilliant publicity machine yeah but possibly soulless um remember when we were giving shit about angela not being a good feminist yes <laughs> yes as we just sit here and shit on women yes yep 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 so My i'm pop- holding other people to task when i myself am a sucky person my bad angela montenegro <laughs> angela we're all the same yep. we are you we're all just women <sighs> so they so back to the show. So the show. <laughs> Sorry. So they use the Beatles. They like presumably Hodgins takes them and like chops them all up to yep. get yum, yum, to yum. the liver. And Zach then cries about it. Sex they has names. Names. <laughs> And I'm like, guys, we get it. They're weirdo nerds. But he like, did not name every of no, the thousands of Beatles. Because they're all the same. And like there's probably about 800 of them. Or more. Yeah. And it's judging by beetle. how many they packed into What is the jar? lifespan of that thing, for God's sake? Two weeks? You can't even distinguish them. They couldn't possibly have names. Unless Zach has vision on a plane that the rest of us don't, and he's able to see identifying markers. That it just look. He's got owl vision. <laughs> he's got extra rods and cones and shit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway, yes. They get to yeah. the liver. They find that there's... Yeah poison yeah um i can't remember why they end up going back to the same guy who was presumably uh who was cheating with the wife because they were thinking okay so now we know the guy who was blown up in the car was not a terrorist he was murdered Mm -hmm. we know that he was sick Mm -hmm. we know that his wife was having an affair so that's a good motive and we also know that his brother was sick so maybe they were all exposed at around the same time when could this man have exposed them all and so they track down this guy in bones so they can't go at him at an an official capacity Mm -hmm. and so to get his attention when Mm -hmm. he's only about 10 feet away Mm -hmm. she's hey and then claps at him Mm -hmm. like a dog Mm -hmm. and i was just like what is wrong with just normal human mannerisms everywhere like that's not how you get a human being's attention super normal human behavior happening everywhere also you know his name (laughs) you just met just say hey mr blah 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 hey it's me again temperance brennan we just met (laughs) remember me with the totally normal name (laughs) do you remember me temperance brennan (laughs) oh and by the way i'm an orphan he doesn't want (laughs) (laughs) and i care too much and i connect too much um he so he doesn't want to answer to them which is like yeah of course he might be a little less than cooperative and you're not an official police anything fbi anything so to get an answer out of him she just like assaults him 
Yeah. And I was like, it's horrible. And then Booth is like, ha ha ha. I told you not to like, what she doesn't is, like being touched. Yeah. Whatever. What? And I'm like, what is, are there rules or no, as evidenced by the fact that they just break into a guy's house later. Yes. Oh, and, and Booth is like, we're going to say that that was open. Yeah. As you just knocked it down. Yeah. I was like, huh? As a guy who's always like, yay, government, you're yeah. really you're pushing the limits there, pal. I guess they were trying to make it seem like there was so much urgency, like the, yes. the threat was imminent. They needed to go do these crazy things, desperate yes. times, desperate measures, whatever. Absolutely. I was like, you just beat up a pretty man in the street and you're so beautiful. You knocked the door. And by the way, they knocked the door down to once they realized later it wasn't actually the guy who the wife had had an affair with. And then, then the only logical explanation was the brother. Right. They go to search his apartment, knock the door down, as we just said, mm-hmm. for no reason, no warrant, no one, nothing. And then find everything they need in about 30 seconds. It's it was under the bed. It's on the kitchen table. It's inside a chest. It's it's everywhere. It's all there. He's not living discreetly. He's not even trying to hide it. He's like, no. guys, I'm a terrorist. Anyone who would enter my home, anyone who would knock on the door and I'd accept a package would see <laughs> I'm a terrorist. <laughs> like the, the landlord comes to fix my broken toilet. I'm a terrorist. Oh, yeah. I also um, like that they're able to uh, confirm this because Hodgins is also a bomb expert. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the best part of this show, right? Everyone's got eight PhDs. They're all like, experts in everything. And he's an expert in, he, and he says it later in the show, he's like a bugs and slime guy because he has PhDs in both of these things. Yep. That bomb maker does not fall under these two things. Well, he's just so smart, Jax. I don't know if you know this, but once you're smart, you're, you're smart about everything. You're, yeah, I should know you're an expert on everything in life. I, I also know about bombs. <laughs> oh my god. I feel I like am. I know some things now. <laughs> Honestly, we both know about bombs at this point. And then they start making one. Yeah. Which doesn't actually prove to be helpful. Nope. At all. And I'm pretty sure that's really illegal and they should have had that taken away. And what? what? I mean, I can't speak to the legality of it, but I can agree. You can't. You're an expert. Really You're very smart. You do have You're a right. PhD. Yes. Don't like, pretend not to know. As everyone else in this show has stated many times, I have a PhD and I'm very smart. <laughs> and just because, and I'm smart in this one thing, so therefore I'm smart in all these other things. Yeah, you are. I could diffuse a bomb for you is what I'm saying. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> They're like, yeah, what's the blast rate of this? He's like, well, based on all the things that you just told me on the phone, which is like nothing, there's mm-hmm. like three ingredients. And within three seconds of doing like, this oh, math, 500, 400, 500 yeah, meters. Yeah, this range. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, let's trust him. Where's Angela in her simulation when you need her? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's something that actually requires a calculation. She's working on an algorithm. They didn't ask what the mode of detonation was going to be, how it was going to be distributed. Like, come on, guys, <laughs> think this through. Plug those holes. <laughs> Um, so then they're able to track him down. Um, I believe it's his name is Fareed. So they they figure out by a Google search about what's apparently the Google search was what's going on in Washington D.C. today at five thirty p.m. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and so Angela goes through the list and finds out there's something going on at a cultural center that really just looks like a business park, but that's fine. Yep. Um, and they spot Fareed. And he has his back turned to them, and Bones is convinced that it's him based on a limp. Yep. <laughs> she does some She's real willing, Sherlock Holmes style deductions here. She's willing to take a man's life based yep. on a limp and a camera bag. She's like, look at that limp. His camera bag's super heavy. It must be a bomb. That's well, him. You know what else is heavy? Cameras. 
anything. Big old Literally cameras. Literally, my purse is heavy. Yeah, same. I also favor my right <laughs> leg when I'm carrying my purse to work in the morning. You know, when I limp, every time I get up after sitting for longer than about <laughs> 15 minutes. So I would have been dead in this scenario. What if he had been born with two different length legs? That's a thing. Fair. She should know that. She knows about bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just willing to take life. Love. Literally, willy-nilly. just a second before that, she had again been criticizing Booth for taking lives. And then she was like, now kill this man for me. <laughs> and he's like, no, I need more poop. She's like, that's definitely him. All the evidence points to it. He's like, I need a face. And she goes, Fareed. And Instead he turns. Of, I don't know why she didn't clap at him like she did at the other guy. Because apparently Fareed. that's how you. Hey, Fareed. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh so, anyway, he's God. dead now. So, yeah, Booth just right in the forehead. Then, after this incredibly, like, um, horrific thing happens, uh, they're at a Chinese food place eating. Mm-hmm. And she can't understand why he's not super stoked about life. Yeah. Like, she's like, you did it, man. Oh, my God. You saved everybody. Which, yes, true. But also, I think he's allowed to be a little down after shooting a man in the forehead but maybe that's just me well you know and then she once again is finds a way to bring up his girlfriend yes oh my god i was getting so annoyed by the end i was just like is she 12 just let it go is this that thing where like you the person you like you find out is in a relationship when you're 12 and then you just bring it up all the time to try and find out more about it to see if there's any holes in it when you're 12 yeah She's 12. <laughs> I mean, she has the social abilities of a 12-year-old, so it kind of makes sense. So Booth goes home. But they give each other a lot of long, meaningful looks. Oh, Lord. Just so you know. Meaningful glances. Just so many sustained eye contact mm-hmm. looks mm-hmm. deep into each mm-hmm. other's eyes. <laughs> so he goes home, and you see a shot of him and Tessa sitting there having dinner. And he doesn't look like he's loving the conversation. Nope. He looks dead behind the eyes. Also... He's drinking milk. Yes. <gasps> I noticed that too. And I was like, I've never seen an adult human being like on television, possibly in life, drinking a glass of milk with dinner. So I used to drink milk with dinner all the time. As an adult? Uh, Not recently, because when I got older, I was ma- told that it was weird by friends. Yeah. So lovely. I stopped drinking milk with Aww. like meals. Oh. Unless it was like a breakfast thing and I put in my coffee or right, like right, in right. cereal. Or like you're eating with cookies. But if you like milk, you should just drink it. You know, Jax, it's people like you Whoa. who make sweeping statements about how you've never seen an adult person <laughs> drink milk with I dinner. I was saying that it was a bad thing. <laughs> I was just surprised. <laughs> that's how he got his big, healthy FBI bones. I mean, if that's all it takes, I need more men to drink milk. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to ride on that train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah no i did notice that though especially because like, there are wine huh. glasses around too yes so wine, they're drinking milk wine. And like a steak or whatever they're eating yeah that's a weird i will say that's a weird pairing it's usually one or the other or like have the milk and then drink the wine afterward i don't know it's fine you should drink yeah. milk then also i'm surprised you're not lactose intolerant because you're asian oh i am oh well, it didn't really rear its head until adulthood. Oh, you know, yeah. your gut changes or something. And well, I it happened to me because I went to college and so I stopped. Yeah, no, it developed in college and for then, me too. Yeah, and then I went back home. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, but I still eat dairy a lot. I mean, and me I too. don't take lactate. Oh, I do. I just 
just go with force it. everyone to be in it with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a disgusting person <laughs> and I'm a terrible human being. I love you. I just will never serve you milk. <laughs> Whatever dinner we eat here. I'm just going to eat cheesecake and ice cream every time. <laughs> The trepidation with which I eat cheesecake is real. Oh my God. That is the worst one for me because like some foods make it worse than others and cheesecake is so bad. I'll just have a couple bites of it. I don't know what's happening there, but I love cheesecake. Of course. It's delicious. My favorite thing. Just have a lactate, man. I know. You're right. Look, what you're saying is true. The answer is right there in front of my face and it's very easy. I live next door to a Rite Aid pharmacy. None of this is hard. Oh yeah. It's like right downstairs or whatever. Yep. Or like around the corner. You are correct. Girl. And I'm still not doing it. Oh, man. All right. I'm just going to get the, you some. That's the stock, kind of person I am. A stocking full of lactate for Christmas. <laughs> Monster. No wonder your cat like hates you so much. Pack. <laughs> How dare you? She is a disgusting cat on her own. It's not about me. I give her everything she wants. <laughs> you know what she does want? Farts in her face. <laughs> she wants a fart-free hot. zone. <laughs> Cats don't like hot milk farts. <laughs> I would scratch you too. <laughs> oh my god, bones. <laughs> anyway, yeah, bones. This television show, you know, right? Like this television show, not about lactose intolerance at all or farts. Oh god, I don't think farts came up. But one thing I did notice mm. was that, and I, of course, it happened in the first episode. But for some reason, it really grated on me this episode. Uh-oh. All those lines to, you know, further show and drive home the fact that Booth is just your simple FBI dude and that these nerds are just a bunch of nerds who don't know about life. The thing is, he's not like he's a reasonably smart person. Yes. But like he would say things like, man, I need subtitles walking in here. And the thing is, like what was said, right? I can't remember what was said right before that was was not particularly crazy. Like other things they had said was definitely much weirder. And more in exactly. depth about like the bombs and the chemicals and yes. stuff. Like, saying, he should oh, have been able to understand just, that English. It was just that like the kidneys filter out things or right. whatever. He's like, I need subtitles. Like, no, that's basic like anatomy. And then at some point they're in a car and he was like, "Stop using words like segue and a, in a shoe. shoe. They sound French." Like, segue is a perfectly normal word. I just wanted. I was just like, you know what? I think for future episodes, I'm going to keep a running tally <laughs> of when Boo says stupid shit like this, and then when. Bone says stupid shit where she's just like what was that she had one line that i wrote down when she was like bugging him about tessa being mm. a weird bitch about it <laughs> she was like i just didn't think you'd be in a relationship that whole thing right where she's just like saying she thought he would be alone he'd be like a player basically i don't know oh is that what that was i was like is I she trying like to say he's an incel i'm <laughs> so confused i think in her mind he would just be like sleeping around here and there oh. and not be like in a relationship but she relationship. seems shocked that yeah, well, whatever. But anyway, she was just like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, it's great that you're with her. Like, relationships have anthropological meaning. Oh, my God. I was like, no. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Be normal, I beg of you. Say other stuff. Say, like, oh, cool. I didn't know you were in a relationship. That's yeah. nice. You never brought it up. Or again, whenever she screams, that's not empirical evidence. Anyway, I'm going to keep a tally, I think. Maybe we should just rewrite Bones as if she's almost a normal person. <laughs> We should, and it'd just be like a much more pleasant show. keep track and then dub in the lines that she should <laughs> have said. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, for both of them. Yeah, That's nice that you're in the relationship, period. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Bones, period. I hadn't heard you mention her. That's lovely to meet. It was lovely to meet her. Mm. Oh, the kidneys filter out things? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Period. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although she does say one super dramatic line at some point, and I was just like, ooh, I like it. Where they're in the car around the time that... Um, I feel like they spent a lot of time in the car. There was some time in the car. I can't remember when they were in the car. But they wanted to... They needed the rest of... They needed to go back to the remains to figure something out or something. And mm-hmm. and Booth was trying to be like, oh, God, are we going to be able to do this? And she was just like, you can always count on the dead. Oh, boy. And it was like, doom, doom. <laughs> Law and order starts going. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I imagined in my head. It was so dramatic. And then they're like, they show his face and then they show her face. And it's just like really meaningful. Oh, so much meaningful eye contact. I love it. Um, So overall, great episode. Solid per usual. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, um, uh, oh, I wrote down his name mr something with an l uh lajavardi he was the handsome one the affair man yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was very good looking i did appreciate booth being naked oh yeah half of course naked when did he... you see that v oh yeah yeah and then he didn't really cover it up all the way no nope. like, look at him he's just all out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all hairless the most hairless man on the planet. He's basically Asian. <laughs> he must wax, right? He's got to. Yeah, that's not natural. No, I don't think so. Um, I was going to ask you in terms of um, the other part of Bone Zone. Uh, <laughs> like top like dudes who you're into celebrity wise. That was the worst way to phrase a question. This is a tough I'd one. Ever said. This is a tough one. I will say Chance the Rapper was hosting SNL this weekend. I'm sorry. What? What? Sorry. No, I'm, I'm reacting to what I think is about to be the end of this sentence. That, I'm, that I think Chance the Rapper is adorable? Yeah. Wait, do I know what he looks like? I don't think I do. Okay. Well, I will look him up for you while you tell me who I your mean, dudes are. I do find Charlie Hunnam super good looking. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean... I mean, Tom Hardy. I mean, come on. Oh, V true. But who would round out the rest? Chance the Rapper. Oh. He's a little cutie pie. He is cute. His his eyes are very wide set. They are. But he but he's very attractive. Yes, thank you. That's yes, correct. <laughs> thank you. Um for thinking my boyfriend is handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Your future husband. And he's hilarious. He did a great job on this. Oh, did he? Yeah. I've been really not watching That's the second time well hosting. Oh, okay. I, I should just completely... watch clips later on YouTube. Yeah. I, I don't even do that anymore. Maybe I should. But, okay. So, Charlie Hunnam, Tom Brady. Wait, Tom, wait, Tom Brady? Wait, sorry. Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, wait, yeah. yeah, Tom Brady. Like like those are very different. <laughs> he doesn't eat nightshades and he's a weirdo. Okay. Yeah. Um... Oof. Which is funny because those aren't usually your types in real life. No, they're not. Which, yes. Especially Tom Hardy because he's just kind of like a stockier. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch, um, oh shit, what's the name of it? It began with a T. It was on FX. Uh, he did the show. It was like his like show on FX. Um, Taboo. Did you watch Taboo? No. It was, yeah. Oh, I watched an ep. No, I did. I think I watched some episodes. It's like a Victorian era yeah. thing, and he was walking around with the top hat, and he looks real good. And he's 
a mean guy, right? Yeah. He's like, he's not a baddie. He's not a bad guy, but when the bad guys come after him, he is equally as bad. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. I vaguely remember that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, what's a dark haired, nerdy guy with glasses that could fill in the rest of this? dark-haired nerdy guy with glasses i don't know because like so many celebrities are not they're not that yeah i mean for me richard iwata would fit that bill and i also love him wait who is that uh a british comedian richard iwata i love him so much you know because recently we had been talking about it i Mm -hmm. do think i'm currently in a phase of appreciating jason manzoukas oh i don't like his I like his face. And he's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not stupid into it, but I tr- believe that he's hilarious. Um, no, yeah. Randomly right now, I'm, I'm having a moment You're with into Zooks. It? Yeah. All right. He's mine, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you called dibs. I'm totally fine <laughs> with that. I've got, I've got no other claims. Um, I don't know why I find this hard. You know what it is? It, it, I think it's like yeah. I recognize that a lot of these people are obviously attractive and mm-hmm. good looking and obviously you'll watch something with them and mm-hmm. maybe they'll do like a sexy scene and you'll be like, ooh. But like, I, I don't know if it's just they seem so far removed from real life to me. It's hard for me to be like super like lusting after yeah, them, yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. I think that's why I end up liking comedians because I listen to podcasts so much that like you, you know more you about know them, them and they're yeah. funny. So even though Charlie Hunnam is very handsome, like he's not, fu- I have to like their personality also. That's true. Yeah, he could like, be a total dum-dum for all I know. He strikes me I mean, as, him and Tom Hardy, who knows really what's going on in there. I think brain. Tom Hardy is uh, uh, maybe not so secret, but like a secret weirdo. Like he's weird. Yeah. He's a great actor. At least he's a better actor than Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're talented, so I'll allow the weirdness. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, I was obsessed with Elijah Wood, if that makes sense. That very much makes sense for you. He's a skinny little nerd boy. Mm-hmm. He's... Can't cover those big old eyes with glasses. <laughs> There aren't glasses made for there those aren't eyes. Frames large <laughs> so enough to contain those eyes. It would weigh down the rest of his face. <laughs> <laughs> they would just cause massive indents in his cheek <laughs> because of how heavy they were. Okay, well, think it over. I'll have to think on it. You know, I I feel like I always feel stumped by these type of questions because mm. I don't really know. It's like I'm just I, I'm I just I'm clearly not spending enough time thinking about it. That's the problem. I'm just no. I you're, need to put you're more spending effort time into it. Being normal, and living your life, whereas I'm just like, who will I marry next? Wait, who are your people besides you? Just said Richard Iwate, Zooks. Uh, oh, you love Ta- Taika, Taika Waititi. Waititi. Yes, mm-hmm. he is very cute. He's adorable. Um, um. Now, why am I stumped? All I do is talk about handsome men. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, there was that guy from that show, Talons, <laughs> Nails, Nails, Talons, Claws, Claws. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like a passerby, though. I don't know anything about him. Claws. I just found him attractive on the show. Nails, Talons. <laughs> just word association. Acrylics? I don't know. <laughs> Joe <Gels>. Manny. <laughs> um, yeah. Why can't I think of Michael B. Jordan? 
love. Oh, people love him. He's also a big old nerd. Is he? Yeah. And he seems like a very nice guy. You know who I do like? Mm. Um, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, wow, just another tall white blonde man. Oof. Yeah. All right, let me let me throw, like, let me throw in an ethnic. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, Listen, if you have a type, you have a type. But I also I did you watch Tarzan when he was? It was not yes. a great movie, but damn, damn, he looks good. I also was a pretty avid watcher of True Blood, and everyone uh, in that show is naked about ninety-eight percent of the time. Um, and so I very much admired his physique during those did you years. See his wiener? I don't think so. There was Ugh. one scene. It's like literally like the last shot of him in the show, like very close to the end of the series. And he's basically like naked sunbathing on like a snowy mountainside somewhere because Weird. like one of the running through lines of that show is like trying to figure out how to be able to walk in the sunlight again as mm-hmm. vampires. And I was going to say, how can he even yeah. do that? Well, so he figured it out or something. Oh, good for him. Um, or almost did. Um, because spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't seen the ending of True Blood, he like basically starts to catch on fire because it like wears off whatever he was doing. Uh-oh. So he starts running for cover. Mm-hmm. And he's like naked sunbathing. So like it's a far enough shot away that you can't really see anything. Aww. But I kind of remember you see like flapping around. Listen, if you can see the flapping, that's, <laughs> you can see some that's flopping. a solid. That's a you good can see stitch. some flopping. Yeah. So, oh, you know who's hot? John Hamm. Zen, I was literally just Sorry. thinking that because I was thinking those <laughs> flopping. <laughs> flopping dicks. <laughs> I got there with the flopping dick. <laughs> I was like, you know who else who has a great flopping dick? John, John Hamm. Hamm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is a very good looking man. He is. He is, I feel like, the epitome of tall, dark, and handsome. Yes. And if I ever was somebody. And very, like, all American looking. Yeah. Like, super nice face. Like, some people just have mean faces. Like, he has, like, a nice face. And it's like, if I ever were able to marry a man that looked like. Anyone? Well, tall, dark, dark and handsome, like, America man. Like, it would be him. It would be him. Yeah, because he could have doubled as, like, a Ralph Lauren catalog model. Like, he just needs to wear, like, one cable knit turtleneck sweater. Done. And he's you know, like his hair back and he's all of us. Yeah, yeah. Like a camel, <laughs> like a camel hair, like co- oh, coat yeah. thing. Yes. Done. Like in his log cabin, like yeah. leaning against like With this Labrador medium tan leather chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you see the movie Baby Driver? I did. He looks really good because he has a cool <gasps> guy does. haircut. With his shade on the side and slicked back. Ooh, that was a good look. He is good looking in that. Mm-hmm. And then you have, what's his face? Ansel Egort? Ansel Egger? A- Ansel Ansel Egg. He has the most punchable face I've ever seen in my life. I mean. I just, Zen, I'm sure he's a perfectly fine young man. But something about his face and his lips, I just want to punch him so I think so that's bad. the problem. Something about his face makes it seem like he's a huge douche. And I, he might very well, again, like you said, be the nicest man on earth. But he looks oh, God. like you would want to punch him. Yes. So badly so badly especially when he's wearing sunglasses like fuck off oh my god you or know maybe what i do think he's an <gasps> asshole for some reason what i just realized the kid at work that i don't like he reminds me of him that's probably why <gasps> that's i don't like why. him also he's annoying but like that too very punchable very punchable well it's hard to separate too like why i think things i don't know if it's because i might have seen him play an asshole in something totally and I, like i think he's an asshole in which case he's an amazing actor because clearly I tr- totally attribute those things to him. I but feel like he's only played roles he's where he's like, like a three sp- things, right? Like the fault in our stars or whatever the fuck. Christ, not that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't watch any of those. No, they're awful. Or I assume mm. they are just 
Ugh. Um, okay, well, we'll keep pondering over. Uh, I'll keep it in mind for next time <laughs> to think about famous men that I think are hot. Mm. What's his face when True Blood is also hot? The guy who married Sofia Vergara. Oh, Joe Manchin. Uh, yes, him. You know what? All those Magic Mike dudes. I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, I'll take them all. Let's do it. I mean, yeah, that's... I mean, not Channing Tatum. His face is too fat and so is his neck and it just is one big <laughs> cylinder. It's all just like one width. Harsh. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. He seems like you're a very, very nice guy. You seem like a super nice guy. He's very funny. Just in terms of looks, if you're just talking about straight looks, not Agreed. personality or he like substance as a either. human being. Yeah. Just There's just so much neck, face and neck. Yeah, fair. I get it. <laughs> sorry, Channing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, another episode on the books. Yes. Can't wait to see what episode three has in store for us. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm they've sure got to be... stop like an attempted assassination on the president at this point, right? Cut to, bones. Cut to Olympus has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> she found the bones of a previously assassinated president that somehow nobody knew about. <laughs> it's JFK's bones. I don't know. <laughs> um, thank you for tuning in. Check out uh, our Instagram. I've been trying to be better about that and posting pictures having to do with the show so you don't even have to watch the episodes to know what it is we're talking about Mm -hmm. it's mostly pictures of angela's boobs and chunky belts and the men we find attractive (laughs) it's great solid um thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time bye bye